This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap with me, Dipanjana Pal and Rajishri Sen. I've just realized that the way I say it, it sounds like the awful and awesome entertainment rap as in like, you know, MC rapping. We could rap. I don't think we should. That's Do you want to try that. though? No, not not now. Maybe you should sing once. Ha, later. Because we have a rather musical um musical segment that will come up later yes. on in the show because as it turns out there is an Indian indie artist duo who are all the way in stateside as an American. They've made a billboard debut which is all very exciting because they're two boys from Baliganj. Calcutta. From Calcutta, yes. This is why suddenly Sri's eyes perked up also. Mm-hmm. But before that, we have far more exciting and uh, culturally relevant things to talk about, yes. including a person that Sri is particularly fond of. Mr. Chetan Bhagat. So Chetan Bhagat has been threatening to uh, release his book for a while now. It's called One Indian Girl. Why it is... Uh, of great significance is because this is the first time Chetan Bhagat will be writing not as himself but as an Indian woman. Prologue. Some people are good at taking decisions. I am not one of them. Some people fall asleep quickly at night. I'm not one of them either. It's three in the morning. I have tossed and turned in bed for two hours. I'm to get married in 15 hours. We have 200 guests in the hotel here to attend my grand destination wedding in Goa. I brought them here. Everyone is excited. It is the first destination wedding in the Mehta family. I am the bride. I should get my beauty sleep. I can't. The last thing I care about right now is beauty. The only thing I care about is how to get out of this mess because like what often happens to me, here I am in a situation where I don't know what the fuck is going on. Incidentally, I couldn't quite understand what the fuck was going on either because there were so many numbers, right? Three in the morning, two hours, 15 hours, 200 guests. It's like I kind of expected one of those questions that in in three minutes you can do so many things, in five minutes, how many will Radhika Mehta manage? As it turns out, nothing. You uh, you have many observations about Mr. Bhagat. Yeah, so before the extract, the book was announced by through a YouTube teaser trailer, a video. Because nowadays you need a video to tell you to read a book because that's the way it is. And the video has a little bit about Radhika Mehta in it. And... Uh, Following the video was this beautiful extract from his uh, book. There's more to it for those interested. We'll put a link below. Yeah. Though if you're interested, you probably don't need us to point you in that direction, but we still will. Yeah, so according to Mr. Bhagat, this book is a feminist book. It's about feminism. He feels that uh, feminism is something that affects all of us. So he... Like, I'm not making this up. He's actually written this on his blog. Now, my point is feminism is not like piles or constipation or something that affects all of us. So I don't know what he means, but... Come now, he didn't say it's infected all of us, to be fair. Next next thing he would. Now, the I'm sure the book will do fabulously well, as all his books do. 
and uh, the only problem is that he's taken this position that it's this new revolutionary uh, thing he's tried but uh, it's not really living up to all he's touted it to be going by the first it's early days to yeah. judge the entire book but the fact is that uh, within the first few lines our introduction to radhika mehta's mother is um my mother with her bosom high breath breath heavy classic warning signs of an upcoming storm this is not exactly a non sexist definition a description of a character especially since i don't actually know much about her father's physical dimensions at all meanwhile i have a great stereotypical image of an of an irate woman but honestly the thing is that i'm i'm not going to judge a book on the basis of an excerpt um so i let that be i did actually like the fact that uh, in his little q and a that chetan bhagat has put up on the site i like the fact that he's pointed out feminism is equal rights there's nothing too fancy about it this were these were two sentences that i mm. do appreciate someone with the kind of following that chetan bhagat has putting out because too often feminism and misandry are completely confused misandry being hatred for men being a feminist does not necessarily mean that you have to hate men you may hate certain men in particular but you're actually against a certain ideology that says that women should be treated as a weaker sex for the want of a better phrase but here's my problem with chetan bhagat right it begins fine feminism is equal rights there's nothing too fancy about it I'm all ready to cheer for him and then he says it gets a little complicated because men and women want different things out of life their core drives and motivations are different do we ever ask men to t- make a choice about their core needs it's like he's talking about men like their intel pentium processors their core is something different what is this different core what are these different he's made a value dif- value based difference between men and women and that's kind of the crux of feminism that there isn't a difference that you treat them equally but obviously chetan bhagat doesn't understand feminism why is it's it obvious it's so clear like to intellectualize him is a little it that he's even found feminism to write about and peg something on is impressive so his description of the protagonist is uh, hi i'm radhika mehta and i'm getting married this week i work in a top investment bank Thank you for reading my crazy story. However, let me warn you, you may not like me too much. One, I make a lot of money. Two, I have an opinion on everything. Three, I have had sex before. Now, if I were a guy, you'd be cool with all this. Since I am a girl, these things don't really make me too likable, do they? Now, there's a kernel of truth over here, I suppose. But in the world of investment bankers and so on who do not live in small towns and villages and so on to think that all women who are earning money and who may not be virgins are not like shows chetan bhagat's shows mentality but also not- but also it shows that he doesn't actually care about uh, being in being authentic to the subject that he's writing about he knows the misconceptions or yeah. preconceived notions that his readers work with so it doesn't matter if what he's writing about is different from what his readers believe he'll still give his readers what they believe and that's like the worst kind of idiot 
Yeah, and which is what, like, take a sex on the city was also, they had these characters, some of whom were, like, you felt like they were sellouts, some of whom were hardcore feminists. But they gave you a gamut of characters and they gave you different perceptions that they were viewed with. So if you are positioning yourself as a feminist novel, it's a bit of a sad beginning. There were two spin-off points, though, from Mm. uh, Chetan Bhagat that I thought we should talk about. One is Chetan Bhagat's dancing skills. Yes, so this is not the first time that we've seen his dancing skills. He was a judge on Jhalak Diklacha. Which no doubt makes him the perfect person to talk about beat pe booty. booty. Now, Chetan feels very strongly about uh, dancing. I know and this. And objectification. Yeah, I know this because I had written an article about him as a judge. And he was very upset about it. But he's moved past criticism. And there you, is... The two of you have broken feminist bread. Yeah, so he seems to not understand the term feminism because he tweeted that he has broken feminist bread with me. I till date don't know what that meant. And I don't think he does either, but that's okay. Chetu wrote this. That's all that matters. You got to reply. Yeah. So now uh, there's this new little Instagram video which is out. So thankfully it's just like 22, 23 seconds. I want everyone to watch it because the Panjana and I had the misfortune of doing so. It is called Beat Pe Booty. Yes, this is a song from uh, an upcoming film directed by Remo D'Souza called A Flying Jart. The Flying Jart stars uh, Tiger Shroff who plays a Jat superhero who can fly but is afraid of heights, which is a great conflict. I don't yeah, it's don't a, roll your eyes. Don't no, roll no, your eyes. No, no, at least they've tried to be different, but that will give you that's a separate. Jat, yeah. That's a separate problem for a separate week. The point is in Beat Pe Booty, in an effort to po- uh, popularize this song, um, because songs being popular seem to be the reason why people go and watch movies, according to the pundits. Yeah. I don't think they're right, but that's a separate matter. So we've already had Sunny Leone do this, and now we have Chetan Bhagat with Arjun Kapoor and uh, Shraddha Kapoor. Kapoor. Now, while I was watching the Arjun Kapoor, Chetan Bhagat, Shraddha Kapoor one, I wanted to know what planet the men were on. Because both Arjun Kapoor and Chetan Bhagat are wrapped up in full-sleeve jackets. One has a hoodie, the other's wearing a bomber jacket. Meanwhile, Shraddha Kapoor, one third their physical width is but in little strappy thing. That's the whole point. Shraddha Kapoor is good looking enough not to cover herself up, and sadly, Arjun Kapoor and Chetan Bhagat aren't. But I have an observation that I think Chetan Bhagat is the current Johar of literature. Oh, that's wrong. That's just no, wrong. He makes best selling, he writes best selling books, he judges dance shows. He loves dancing himself. He'll soon sing a song, maybe, and he'll soon act as well. So he's a multi-talented man. I'm very envious of his success. I'm just saying one thing. If there was a Chetan Bhagat show, I'm pretty certain he wouldn't be the host. He'd be on the other side of the chair. As in, he'd perform. You think he'd let anyone else talk? No, no, you should have seen him on Jhalak Dikaja. He used to give them tips on romance. That was his addition to the uh, show. Everybody else used to comment on their dancing skills and Chetan Bhagat used to tell the contestants how their relationship was coming across. So anyway, watch Beat Pe Booty because it's just wonderful. 
I feel the need to move on to slightly better looking human beings, if not better work, because better work seems difficult to um, come across in the world of pop culture. But did you see, um, what is it called? Ranveer Ching. Ranveer Ching. The Return of Desi Chinese. Yeah. Where had it gone? Because I've been seeing it all across Bombay and Calcutta. I realize that Delhi may not have street side chow mein in quite the same way. Yeah, but, it doesn't. Uh, it is a sad fact. Mm. Delhi fixed this. You have a very good food culture, but bring the chow mein back, I say. But the Desi Chinese had not gone anywhere. No, but Ching obviously found a whole truckload of money because they made a ad which is five and a half minutes long. It stars Ranveer Singh, Tamanna, who I think was the least paid out of this whole bunch. Rohit Shetty has directed this ad for them. This Milab, film. This film. It's a film. It's not an ad. Milab Zaveri has done the dialogues. As a result of which we have lines like, I am the Ching boss of the ping pong yard. Yes. Not to mention an entire sequence in which there are um, dick jokes. Yeah, but he doesn't say the whole thing. He says choo-choo because he and we are six years old and we can't say bad words like that. So, okay, the rest of the crew is Milab Zaveri has done dialogues. Shankar Esan Loy has done the music. Ganesh Acharya has done the choreography. Now, just think of the amount of money that has been spent on this ad. Here's the thing, all right? Here's the thing. Uh, spending tons of money on an ad, not shocking. BMW does it regularly. Remember those? Ching One is second, not calm BMW. Down. I am aware Ching is not BMW. Thank you for that. So expensive ads that are done beautifully can actually work as an interesting uh, vehicle. <laughs> BMW vehicle. I'm so clever. Anyway, uh, it can actually work. Um, this, however, is is like classic Rohit Shetty films. Honestly. No, so it will most probably work. Our audiences are not going to, the audiences they are catering to are going to like what has been made. But it's just, I am blown away by the fact that Capital Foods, I think, is uh, are the people who own uh, Ching uh, noodles and so on, that they have this kind of money. It's just, the ad is honestly not bad if you watch Rohit Shetty films. It is a Rohit Shetty film that you've got. Well, here's the thing, right? When you're doing, um, when you're doing something like this ad, and I know that it's for food, there's certain things that come to mind. For instance, there is no grain in this world, the sort of post-apocalyptic uh, world that we're shown. There's no grain there's barely any rice, but there is processed food, by which we mean chings, right? Packets and packets of ching exist. This is actually a good conflict. This is not a bad conflict. The only thing is, the guy who's bringing you processed food should be a little tubbier than Ranveer Singh. Because if you're only going to eat chings, noodles, and fried rice, but then you will not have that body. like a maniac, so he'll work off all Which the is calories. where I thought that this was responsible, because you're given an unhealthy diet, and then you're told to work out. This is smart. Now, in between, however, after this working out, there's this point at which a bad guy, which is basically the one truly cheap element in um, the casting, because there's a fake Amitabh Bachchan voiced character who mm. comes in as the villain. And 
one of my favorite things since I have seen this ad has been imagining Rohit Shetty pitching this to Amitabh Bachchan and Amitabh Bachchan kicking him out of his house. But anyway, keeping that aside, a bad guy shows up. To counter bad guy, uh, Ranveer Singh throws a frying pan of burning food at a jeep and yeah, it blows, and up. blows up. That's not good advertisement for the food, I got to tell you. Food should not be able to make a jeep blow up. As someone who has cooked, would you or would you not agree? I agree, but I think the pan is actually the fire blowing it up. But I don't think these are ads which need to be analyzed. That's an ad which takes a celebrity and makes them do absurd things. There's another ad which I think everyone should watch, which is the new Mercedes-Benz ad with Roger Federer. And he plays Agassiz in it. So I thought it was Pat Cash, but he's actually playing Agassiz in it. He's uh, playing uh, uh, Forrest Gump in it. It's just a fabulous ad that you must watch because who knew that Pedro was such a good actor and that he was willing to like cock a snook at himself in the way he has. So watch bad ad, then watch good ad. I'm really going to miss this view, yeah. You don't need to. <sighs> okay, I know you're coming after a few days, but can you please start packing already? Brad, mm. I can't take this transfer. Why? I'm up for a promotion. We can't move right now. Ajit, two years ago, I moved because you were up for another job. Yeah, so? Everybody does that, yeah? Everybody travels with their husbands. Ajay, I'm not everybody. Great. Now, the thing is, I have recently moved from Bombay to Delhi. Yes. Just like the woman in Anouk. Exactly like her. <laughs> Didn't you fact, look at this ad and think of me? I thought of you only. Only you. <laughs> <laughs> because she is putting books and all into her bag. I just looked at her and I said, oh my God, this is the Panjana's life. Not exactly. But it was a... But, uh, no, and that is why, because it is so similar to my life, I feel in a position to point out that this is nonsense. So the ad is part of a series called Bold is Beautiful, which they've done. So there's a bunch of ads they've done. Are they or are they not disturbed by the fact that their tagline is so close to the bold and beautiful? No, no, they haven't thought so hard about it what you're saying so Anuk Bold is beautiful and this one is called The Move Indeed. and Dipanjana will now tell us about The Move in yeah. Anuk what we see is an ad in which the woman stares out of a window and says I'm going to miss this uh, scenery the man turns around and tells her that you need not and then proceeds to tell her that uh, he's got a promotion due and therefore he really can't be asked to move at which point, Madam has a little bit of a teary moment. Mm. Uh, she says, but you know, you should support me on this. And he tells her... And that her, she had supported him when he was doing something, I don't know, shifting cities or something. They have moved to Bombay yeah, from somewhere yeah, yeah. else two years ago. And we're supposed to uh, root at this, woman, uh, at this point for this woman who is saying that I have a job prospect, so yeah. please shift with me. Which the, is a valid Which demand. is a completely valid Just demand. Just shifting the next day, in the next 12 hours. 
to have this conversation that late seems a little unwise. Yeah. B- bad communication. This is not a marriage that seems to be <clears throat> working mm. out. Uh, and at the end of it, she strides off into a taxi Cap. that's yeah. going to take her to the airport. Meanwhile, her husband stays on and he says, we will manage. She replies with, when you miss me, come over. This marriage is doomed, is all I'm saying. But how is this a how is this a wardrobe commercial? How is this no, about no, clothes? No, no, so this is what uh, Anuk does. They had done that Radhika Apte ad. Yes, remember? but at least in that one, they were that could have been an ad about what you're wearing simply because by the end of it is when you realize that she was pregnant or whatever the hell else, No, so right? over here, you keep seeing these pretty kurtas hanging in her this cupboard. Was, if this was a moving company's advertisement, I would totally get no, it. No, no. You're very shallow. I have no imagination. You have no imagination. She is wearing maroon kurta in the beginning. She's wearing black and white kurta in the end. Blue and white. She oh, see, you didn't even notice. But I did notice what her bad, evil husband was wearing. He was wearing this like a. No, a he was wearing green, green right at the beginning. Oh, so the clothes have had no impact on us. That is the that is our message to Anouk. Bold is beautiful. You had a fit. On Twitter. I mean, you regularly have yeah, a fit I on didn't Twitter. Yeah, I did want to say but that. But this was a feminist fit yeah. on Twitter. So, Which, as your fans will know, you don't very regularly have. No, no. Like, because I also think Ryan Lochte is so good looking. I look past the fact that he is a bit of an ass just because he's handsome. By so the way, I'm very shallow like that. I loved the headline for... Uh, Ryan Lochte or Locked, whatever that Lockte, is. Lochte. Lochte. Oh, she knows this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. When anyway, he called yesterday. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> called yesterday. You live in hope. Anyway, uh, there was a lovely uh, headline for him losing the Speedo sponsorship. Speedo drops Lochte. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something I would like to watch. But anyway, so Vivelle by ITC. is So people who don't know, Vivelle is one of ITC's line of products. They make char gels and they make uh, products, beauty products for women. And there's soaps and char gels and so on. And I think Dio's and all as well. But uh, they have a Twitter handle which they've had since 2014, I checked. But over the last... Uh, two weeks, they've suddenly gone into overdrive or hired a social media manager who has... Uh, so the tagline of Vivelle by ITC's Twitter handle is, uh, it's time for women to say no to compromise. Say, hashtag, ab samjhata nahi, which is lovely. But uh, to prove their... Commitment to yeah, and their commitment to this mission. They've been running a series of polls online. Now they have around thousand people as followers. So it's not like this is not uh, who Karan Johar running a poll because he has a country following him practically. And to, let's not keep in. Uh, let's not forget that they've been around for two years. So this has been a largely inactive yeah. uh, handle. So the polls, and I'm just going to go through each one, is the first poll was, is skin show a measure of morality? Second poll, can women be complete without being mothers? Third one, are women using their position as, open quote, the weaker sex, close quote, to gain unfair advantages? Now, uh, 
when I saw the first poll, I didn't really understand what was happening. But then since they were posting these polls with a vengeance, I did not understand how asking a question such as can women be complete without being mothers, what purpose this serves. So when we tweeted, when I tweeted to them asking what purpose it serves, they wrote back that we are conducting a poll to understand public opinion on women in India. Now, wonderful, but they have 1,000 followers. In which event just uh, involve a few women who have more following, a greater following than yours, so that you do get some sort of a representative. Instead of fighting with the women who were writing to them, they spend the better part of the last few days writing to various journalists that we knew no better and that, you know, you need to raise uncomfortable questions, which I agree, but to what end? What is Vivel planning on doing with this information is what I want to know. And what is the follow-up? Because each yeah. poll seems to be followed by yet another poll. It's not like they're doing anything to uh, counter these stereotypes. So they've written like to someone, we are not promoting, but provoking thought to challenge stereotype around women issues. One, it's incorrect English. Two, what is the point? We are we are already thought provoked, let's put it that way. Why is ITC's Shargel asking us whether motherhood will complete us? Shah good Shargel might complete us, but not this. So it's this is a classic case of someone telling ITC that uh, dude, you'll need to get a social media person to promote the brand on Twitter. And, you know, we'll be, we'll try and be provocative, but being stupid and provocative is pointless. And you're just basically shitting on ITC as a brand, which is a quite well, a good brand, You know what, brand, what bothers me more about this stuff, aside from them just being idiotic and reflecting without any thought bad stereotypes is that so when you and people like Veena Venugopal Veena Venugopal and a bunch of other women Seema Goswami who Mm. do have you know quite solid following on Twitter and on social media when you talk about this on one hand yes you are you know sort of calling them out Mm. but you're also giving publicity to them they're only using that. Yeah. What has followed your questions is not any kind of engagement with these stereotypes. It's a series, if you look at their timeline of late, it's a series of trite sayings on um, badly done Photoshop where you have things like women who stopped at nothing and did what they believed. What is like, this? Yeah, that's so all. you've given publicity. Actually, you, they've probably got like 20, 30 more followers because you guys raised this issue and you guys gave them uh, a certain amount of so spotlight. So they are believing what PR usually, like the worst form of PR, PR which says even bad news it's is good. good news for you. So, But it's just really pathetic. It's it's not even childish. It's honestly insulting that a It's brand... insulting and it's lazy. Yeah, that's what. Okay, we're coming to the end of this week's awful and awesome entertainment trap. But we got a really, really sweet letter from Pallavi Vatsa, 
who wrote to us from Paris, Sri. Because we have international audiences. We are that cool. Um, okay, so Pallavi Vatsa wrote in to us. Uh, so, dear Dipanjana and Rajashree, I finished listening to your podcast just now from Paris. I'm completely hooked to your program and given the time difference between India and France, I begin checking the NL website for your podcast from as early as 6 a.m. on Thursdays. Yay! Mm-hmm. Um and just because she is very cool, she has also criticized us, saying, however, I found this episode not as interesting as all the earlier ones. By the way, the answer to your question from episode six is Pompeii in Italy. Absolutely correct. And uh, thank you for listening in any way. And hopefully you'll find this episode more interesting than the last one. Uh, finally, can I just say, Pallavi has this PS. Dipanjana, you have such a beautiful name. It is heartbreakingly beautiful. My Lord. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god. Which is also time for me to end our podcast, but on a musical note. Yes. Because there is actually some very good news on the indie music front. And there are two artists called, well, there is an artist called Nishchay Parekh and his producer Jivraj Singh have actually arrived on Billboard. They have inked a deal with UK indie label Peace Frog Records and uh, yeah, they debuted their single called I Love You Baby, I Love You Doll which sounds a little idiotic, but the, sto- but but the song nice. is really sweet. They debuted it on Billboard and it's a really lovely song. You can be serious and I can be mysterious Share my feelings every day But you'll just smile at me and say I love you baby and I love you doll Times they get tough but my heart won't change at all I love you baby and I that's the song. Um, I actually really liked it. When you listen to Nishay Parikh, you don't think that he's an Indian guy singing, which yeah. is... And it is nice. It's different from... I'm actually li- quite dubious on uh, not being able to tell Indianness, you know, because sometimes I worry that it it's artificial and it's forced and you're trying to sound like a indie singer from Brooklyn who mm-hmm. has artisanal pizza and drinks single origin coffee and wears very big glasses and... Uh, suits which incidentally barring the artisanal pizza i don't know if nishchay parik eats that or single origin coffee but he does dress like a hipster because he is a hipster i think but all said and done the song is really sweet yeah. i quite enjoyed it now that means it's time for the question of this week and what i would like to ask everyone is that since we've been um, we've spent most of this episode bashing chetan bhagat uh, instead of a usual quiz contest i'm actually interested in doing a bit of a survey in the tradition of vivel by itc mm. okay. as you have uh, no doubt seen we've put the link to the first chapter of chetan bhagat's new novel at the bottom of this podcast Write in to us and tell us what you think. Don't make it an essay. Give it to us as one of four options. Good, bad, I'm intrigued. Let us know what it is and we'll let uh, Mr. Bhagat know in the next episode what the public thinks of his writing. Very good item. <laughs> that, that's Sri's uh, opinion but uh, yeah so do write in to us uh, Pallavi and uh, Vebhav and a couple of other people who have become our regulars thank oh you very God. much for huh. continuing to listen and, and will... please tweet to us with your comments we do read those tweets we do and we respond and quite politely I, I would like to add we even are not to the horrible. person who said that my voice was horrible I did respond this and won true. you over 
<laughs> with feedback. Yes. Um, yes, so do tweet to us. Uh, I don't look at Facebook, so that's hopeless. But um, yes, write to us on Twitter, write to us on our email, contact at newslaundry.com, and generally keep listening. Thank you, Miss Sen. Thank you, Miss Pal. It's a wrap. Catch all new episodes of the awful and awesome entertainment wrap on newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. 